You're listening to the Virtually Free Podcast, a place for all you digital nomads and freedom chasers out there get the real talk on what it's like to make a living online. Want to ditch the nine to five vacation on your term? Discover the ends and outs of freelancing. Then you're in the right place. And now your host, Amy Damone. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Virtually Free Podcast with your host, Amy Damone. Today's guest is Lana Dingwall, and she is a business coach, international best-selling author, and podcaster who is hell-bent on helping other women build and grow their businesses. She helps entrepreneurs fill their client rosters so that they can ditch the stress and overwhelm associated with growing a business, instead focus more on their time and energy on using their gifts to serve others. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to today's episode of the Virtually Free Podcast. I have with me Lana Dingwall, and I'm super excited to talk to you, the audience and Lana today, about self-sabotage. It's going to be great. I'm excited. How are you doing today, Lana? I am doing really great. Uh, No self-sabotage today, so that's a win. (laughs) I know. You're coming off a, a... fresh vacation. I've been following you along on Instagram. Uh, why don't you tell the audience about what you've been up to there? Because I know you were doing some digital nomad kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my partner and I were in Costa Rica for three weeks and we, we did a combination of a retreat, like a personal development retreat. For me, it was like personal development. I got a lot of business stuff there as well, but that's like the beauty of being in personal development. So it's like a a twofold. Uh, We did a little bit of vacation. Yeah. And then we did a little bit of being a digital nomads. It was awesome for, uh, you know, I have worked remotely when I go travel to visit clients or I go out of town for conferences. So it was not my first experience doing it, but it was my partner's. And so it was really cool because she got a taste of it and is very into it. So I'm looking forward to that kind of being more a part of our active lifestyle of getting to travel to really cool places and stay there longer because we're also working there. I love it. And we have like, I have a lot of like digital nomads or people that identify as that, that listen to the podcast. So, and I also love, and like aspiring digital nomads and travelers or whatever you want, like vacationers, whatever word you want to use, but also so they're able to work there as well. So I was just like bringing that up and be like, look, there's someone else that can do it too. So uh, they also know that it's not, they're not alone um, or not alone, but they, they know that like us real folk can do it too, not just Marie Forleo and, you know, no, and <laughs> for sure. And my partner's job, uh, she like work, she's an actuary, she works in a firm and she was really skeptical at the beginning when I first brought up the idea like a long time ago if she would be able to work remotely but she had conversations with her partners and the IT person like set her up with a whole system because she actually has to like actively use her desktop computer so they just you know they did that thing where and you can access remotely anywhere so it's cool so her job is actually hard to work remotely and she found a way to do it so it's awesome I love it 2019 Mm -hmm. It's the year, man. It's the year. But without further ado, we're going to get into the juiciness of this conversation. And I'm super excited to talk about this, mainly because like, I'm, I've been dealing with some self-sabotaging behaviors myself lately. So I'm super excited to talk about it. And like, I'm fresh in that mindset of being like, this is what you don't do. Don't follow <laughs> yeah. my rules. Um, and yeah, so before we kind of jump in, it's always, I always love getting your definition of what self-sabotaging is because 
you know, when you talk about hustle and all these buzzwords, mm. you know, one person has one definition, one has a different one. So what is self-sabotaging to you? Uh, for me, self-sabotaging would either be a conscious or unconscious way of blocking our ability to make progress on the things that are going to improve the quality of our life that we know are good for us or healthy for us. And in, in my case with what I'm talking about today, particularly blocking our ability to actually move forward on the very goals and like lifestyle and life that we want. Amazing. And they, and I think it's really important that you say, you know, consciously and subconsciously. And then also the fact that it's all areas of the life. It's not just business. It's not that you just can self-sabotage your business or self-sabotage in love or self-sabotage your family. It happens everywhere. Um, and I thought a one, a fun way we could start the podcast off is we each share uh, an example of ways we've each sabotaged in our own lives. And it can be business. It can be whatever realm you're, you're, you want to share with us. Mm, okay. That's a good one. Uh, okay. For me, my, one of my most prevalent ones is that I know the more organized I am, just like the more structure I create in my day, the more planning that I do, like, you know, having a three month goal, six month goal, and then breaking that goal into smaller tasks and then actually scheduling those smaller tasks into my calendar. I know that when I do that, the progress that I make on my goals and the amount of things I can accomplish without even remotely entering burnout zone is insane. Yet sometimes I still don't do it. So I know that there's this saying that helps me make massive progress in my business. And then sometimes I still don't do it. It's amazing. It's amazing how we do like, it's, like, I know. <laughs> it's, it's actually, you're just like, if I do everything, I will be in like that confidence muscles building. You're feeling on top of the world because you've completed X, Y, and Z. And you just still don't do it. I know. <laughs> it's astonishing. Um, and for me, like, oh my God, I, could, do we have, I don't think we have enough time in this episode for me to give you all the examples. But one thing that I'm really, and I'm going to use the podcast as an example. And it happened a lot um, in the first little bit of it. And I was just, I don't know what it was. I was just so scared of getting my, like my voice and my expert's voice out there and you know committing to it i knew that it was helping people i knew that it was building my confidence i knew that it was building my brand i knew it was building my business it was literally like obviously a no-brainer sure it was a little bit of you know work but all yeah. things are <laughs> but yeah it's just like I, I did i would just you know i would pretend like i didn't have to edit an episode or i didn't have to release it on time and you know it's really interesting because this is, didn't happen that long ago for me. Like a lot of the things I talk about on the podcast, like two, three years ago, this is like, you know, I don't know, maybe like two months. So like, it's astonishing how it happens. And even though you love what you're doing, it can still, it can still sprout out, sprout up. So my next question is, are there certain types of people um, that are prone to self-sabotage? In your Every, every human. Every human. <laughs> yeah, everyone. We can't avoid it. We can, we can be more conscious about it, but there has not been one person that I've ever encountered in my life that doesn't like self-sabotage in one way or another, if not multiple. So as, as a coach that deals with this, what are common self-sabotaging habits that you see? Are there trends amongst certain types of entrepreneurs um, or does it kind of show up differently in each and every individual? Uh, there's definitely trends. I work predominantly with women 
and I have male clients and the male clients I work with tend to be like more socially conscious. I find that that's kind of where they overlap mm-hmm. for the women. It's and honestly, the guys too, it's always the same thing. It's self, it's self doubt. It's this belief that maybe we don't actually deserve to accomplish the goals that we want. Maybe we don't deserve the life that we want that we tell ourselves that we're not capable of it because we're not smart enough or we're not good enough. Like not being good enough and not enough is a really huge factor in people's ability to self-sabotage, myself included. Uh, so for a lot of people, it, it really is just, it stems from this place of feeling like we're not enough, like we're not deserving, that we're not capable. And then this perpetual fear of, of essentially failing and coming face to face with the reality that we're not capable of doing the things that we desire. Yeah. So I, I really like that you say that, like the idea of not enough, because I was doing, I do a little bit of research on everything because as much as I would love to be an expert in all the things, I'm just not. And so I was doing some reading and the one sentence that really like spoke to me when I was learning about self-sabotage and, you know, I've been learning about it for a lot. One, there's a, one book by Valerie Young. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. It's called the success, wait, the the secret thoughts of successful women. Mm. And it's about imposter syndrome primarily, but it talks a lot about self-sabotage. Um, but this article said it's the, the inability or the ineffectability of managing your daily emotional experience. And I found that really interesting because I know that when I, cause I have anxiety as everyone that's listening knows. Um, <laughs> and like pretty like high like it's it's there every single day like my baseline is quite a lot high it's quite high so um and when I'm really really in an attack or like really heightened I notice that's when my self-sabotaging behaviors come out more so because I like I'm not able to manage that mental health aspect of my business so it affects you know, self-sabotaging. So I really like that you pointed that out. Um, but it's all well and good to be like, oh, you're self-sabotaging, you're self-sabotaging. But as you know, Lana, like you're not going to be able to fix that until you become self-aware of that. So mm-hmm. if you're someone that you, is just getting in the business, maybe just starting to like learn a little bit about per- professional and personal development, how do you realize that you're starting to self-sabotage in certain areas of your life? I think the first step is just actually looking out, like looking out for it. Uh, I did a, I did a talk on this at uh, Ottawa Fuck Ups, and my whole fuck up was essentially around how every failure I've ever had in my business stems from self sabotage. And then I listed out all the ways that I self sabotage, and I had a long line of people after the talk come up and tell me that they had absolutely no idea that that's what they were doing, but it's exactly what they were doing. Uh, so I think for people, the first step is, is to be aware that that actually for most of us is the reason we don't accomplish the goals that we desire in life. And it's because we're sabotaging ourselves. And then the second step is to recognize what self sabotaging behavior actually looks like. And for so many of us, it can be, listening to that negative self-talk in our head, like that voice that tells us that we're not good enough and that we can't do it and that this is stupid and that everyone's going to laugh at us. And that choice to listen to that voice, because we all, we all have that voice, that itty bitty shitty committee, but we can choose to listen to it 
or we can choose to, to change that story and to listen to a different voice. So you can be listening to that voice. It can be when we know that we should do something to either achieve our goal or to avoid something negative, uh, but then we don't do it. Uh, it can be something just as much as not taking action on something that we really know that we should. Like there's so many little ways in which it occurs. And the first step is just kind of like, yeah, getting curious and asking yourself, am I actually doing something in my day to day? Or did I do something today that's actually inhibiting my ability to make progress on my goals? And just being exploring in that and sometimes just asking other people too and your language and the, like the words that you use when you talk about your goals or you talk about yourself or you talk about the things that you're doing is actually quite telling of if you are sabotaging or not. Because if you use a lot of negative language, you're most likely self-sabotaging yourself. Ooh, I like that. The negative talk. That's something that I've done for a very long time. And I'm lucky. I'm very, very lucky to be in the coaching industry and I work, work alongside it and have coaches be like, no, no, no. Like, you know, they're basically coaching me as their contractor. They're like, no, no, no. It's not this. It's this. It's not this negative example. It's actually a positive example. And that's been really, really helpful for me. Um, I'm very stubborn. So I know that unless someone else tells me it, I'm not going to ever really learn it because, you know, I'm, I've always been that way. It's, it's really bad. But, um, but um, so I would love to know, like, what your suggestions are. If you're like me and you know, you know, you know, you know that you're self-sabotaging, but you can't actually get... Um, into a state of action and basically get past the self-sabotaging behaviors. Um, do you have any advice for people that are kind of stuck in that little position um, for questions they could ask themselves to maybe motivate themselves or little exercises or anything actionable? Mm -hmm. I definitely, if the self-sabotage that's really holding you back is that negative self-talk and that demeaning voice, even just, again, trying to, to change that voice, be positive. So for every negative thing that you think, write it out and then ask yourself, is that true? What are the opposites of this? What are the ways that I can disprove this negative thought? It can be something as much as like asking yourself, yeah, but what if I actually succeed? What if I do it? For myself, it is creating accountability. Uh, you know, and, and that can be accountability with a coach you know, a coach or a mentor or other peers, I find actually accountability with my partner, like my actual life partner. I tell her when I'm supposed to be doing things by which date, because especially as an entrepreneur, as uh, I have a team of people, like I have a VA, I have an online marketer, I have a podcast editor, but they're not really always holding me accountable and I'm sort of their boss. So maybe they won't push a deadline on me, but I know that my partner will. And she will question why I didn't do it when I said I was going to do it. And just the sheer knowledge that she's going to follow up with me makes it so that I do the things that I'm saying I'm going to do by the date that I say I'm going to do it. Because for me, what I have found is that I'm most prone to self-sabotage the moment before I'm about to get the thing that I desire. And the reason I am prone to self-sabotaging right there is because I start to, again, get this complex of, do I deserve this? What if I'm actually not capable of this next step? Or what if I can't work with that client? Or what if I have this whole time, everything's just been luck up to this point, I'm gonna, everything's going to come crashing down. And so it's that 
always for me, that moment right before I get the thing that I've been working so hard for, I start to panic and get anxious and question. And I know that that's where I'm most likely to self-sabotage. So that's also where I, again, I have accountability. I journal and I do meditation, like all the, all those cheesy classic things that people tell you to do. They work. Mm -hmm. They Uh, they really, really do work. Making sure I have like a routine and a ritual. And for me too, it's not a switch. Like learning that you self-sabotage, recognizing what your tendencies are and how they affect you. Like it's a process. It's, it's a process that you're learning and you're diving really deep into more of your psyche essentially. And then it's just figuring out what works for you and, but just being committing, committed to it because the more that I know I'm going to self-sabotage, the more I can set up checks and balances to make sure that I don't. And, and most importantly too, the more I can be kind to myself and say like, Hey, you've worked really hard. You're, you're not, you're not going to fuck this up. Like you can do this and this is the next step and, and have like, just believe in yourself and keep going and trust yourself and everything will be okay. So it, it's also great to like have some solid pep talks for yourself. And I love that because Honestly, I'm going to ask you this. How many pep talks do you have a week with yourself? Do you think one oh entrepreneur to another I, in a day? I couldn't even tell you how many I have a lot. I have a lot of pep talks with myself. Um, I often talk to myself too in the third person. So, Ooh. cause I find for me, if, if I'm, if I say like, I, 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 you, 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 unless I'm looking at in the mirror or something, which honestly, I don't, I don't do that. Like I don't look in the mirror really and talk to myself. Uh, it just, that part, that thing doesn't resonate with me, but call, like saying my name. So whenever I need a pep talk, I'll just, even sometimes it's like, Lana, get your shit together. You can do this, take a deep breath. I know that it's hard. I know that it's scary, but you have the tools, you have the resources, everything's going to be fine. Uh, so I definitely like I bet I do give way more pep talks to myself than I could count in a day. Uh, but it, it really is though cultivating, right? That, that positive and positive mindset. And I haven't always had that voice and that voice doesn't always instinctly come to me. Like, again, it's cultivated. And when I have a hard time giving myself a pep talk, which again can happen, especially if you're like really spiraling. I'm sure you know this, Amy. Uh, (laughs) I always think about like in the moment, who would be the person that I would want beside me comforting me or giving me a pep talk or telling me everything was going to be okay. And whoever that person is that I envision, I then say to myself what that person would say to me, you know, use like their words and their tone and sometimes it's in my head or, and sometimes it's out loud. And that always really helps too. And actually being able to create a pep talk. If you are in a position to give one to yourself, you kind of just, you lie to yourself and trick yourself that someone like really motivating or encouraging is in the room with you and they're giving it to you. I love that. <laughs> Cause I, yeah, it's like embarrassing how many times I talk to myself, I'm like, it's okay. Just ignore it. Like, this is just like, <laughs> And I, I use that a lot with for my anxiety because my brain is just doesn't shut off. Um, and it's like, okay, like this is just a thought. It's passing through your mind. Like it's it's impermanent. It's this, you know, like the very like ridiculous woo-woo guru speak that they tell you to do. That works. It really does. And it'll feel silly. It'll feel like you're just like, why am I doing this? But it does really help. And I also feel it really, really helps with self-love and self-worth and self- uh, sabotage when you doubt yourself 
there is a connection of not feeling worthy, as you said, not good enough, not there. So it's really like tenfold. It's, you know, it's building that confidence muscle up, which is then going to help you not self-sabotage. So thank you for sharing that. And I love, and I'm very happy to hear that I'm not the only one that's talking to myself all day um, out there in the office. And I talk to myself out loud sometimes. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh so. yeah, me too, for sure. In the shower is really good too. I definitely do all my, I prep for like YouTube videos in the shower. I swear if I could appropriately put a video camera in there and that's where <laughs> I did it, I feel like that's where my would shine. Oh, <laughs> like a YouTube sensation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blur it out. Stuff that, but I mean, who knows? Maybe that'll happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> then it was great chatting with you and I'm so thankful that you were able to hop on the on the podcast with me and share your insights on self-sabotage I know that so many people listening will take you know those actionable steps that you gave and put them into practice and it's just been a treat um as always I ask my guests to leave the audience with some words of wisdom so if you would take it away that would be awesome Okay. Uh, yeah, I definitely loved it. Then thank you so much for having me on. It was a real treat and thank you for everyone that took the time to listen. I really appreciate it. My parting words of wisdom would definitely be that who you are today or who you've been in the past does not dictate who you can be in the future, especially with this concept of self-sabotage. So many of us tell ourselves that we're not good enough or that we can't have the things that we want based on how we view ourselves or who we are in this moment or who we've been in the past. And we use those reasons to justify why we can't become the person it is that we desire to become. And so it, it really is just about reminding yourself that, yeah, who you've been in the past and who you are today does not dictate who you want to be in the future. If you're looking to become this different version of yourself that does different things and lives a different lifestyle, go for it. And you are way more capable of accomplishing and living out that life than you currently are giving yourself credit for. And you just have to believe in yourself enough to take that first step. 